Hi, and welcome to Season 3, Episode 13 of Alice in Wonderland. I'm Vic Philipson in Kristiansand, Norway. And I'm Alice Morrison in Imlil in the Atlas Mountains of Morocco. Ah, back home again. Home again, home again. And I left through... Three weeks ago to go mm-hmm. to the UK, and as I left, I was wearing a jumper, a pullover. Um, coming back, it's absolutely boiling. I was going to so say it's probably not jumper is, weather anymore. It's really, really not jumper weather anymore. It's kind of like lying under the fan, panting weather now. <laughs> it's cool here. It's only about fourteen degrees today, oh, but that God. sounds pretty good I, to you, doesn't it? It sounds so, I feel quite jealous. (laughs) I have got really, I'll tell you what though, it's interesting here because, um, I mean, we're all obsessed by the weather. It's like the UK, but we all get, so I'll go out in the morning and all the women are, you know, milling around. We'll go, oh, it's hot. It's not hot. And today, when the sky is blue, which it is at the moment, it's glorious. It's actually less hot. When you have, when you start getting stifled is when it goes a kind of a murky gray color. Yeah. Mm -hmm. That's just the heat. And then the worst possible combination of weather is when there's a hot wind and it blows in the Sahara sands mm-hmm. and you get the kind of red dust going everywhere. And that that's when, you know, you do lose the will to live slightly. So it, it's hot at the moment, but I am going to go out for a nice walk in the hills after we finish podcasting. Oh, sounds that sounds good. I'm going to get into a car and drive up the coast to Longesund to meet the ship. We oh, we're very excited about Captain Captain yep. Vic. No, Captain Vic is not a captain. No, no, I we don't get to go on the show. I didn't realize this. If you have a passenger, which we would technically be, we're not crew. Yeah, and you have to have a pilot on board when you sail into these ports. And pilots cost the pilot service costs eighteen thousand kroners an hour. Wow! So, so they're unlikely to have us along on many <laughs> places where they would have to have a pilot. Okay. Yeah. Okay. We don't. But you're worth it. We don't. Yes. But we don't get to travel with the boat. But we meet the boat, and we have four performances at Longesund. Then we go to Porsgrunn. Then we go to Moss. Then we go to Horten. And then I get to come home. Well, enjoy all those performances. I hope you will be wearing a sailor's cap at the very least. Yeah, I'm thinking again. I get a tattoo too. Also. Will it say Alice in Wonderland (laughs) on an anchor? Mom. <laughs> okay, but you go for it. Have yeah, that midlife crisis. Yeah, Enjoy okay. yourself. It's far too late for that. <laughs> What's the news from Imlil? Well, actually, we do have news from Imlil. We, mm-hmm. we do have news. But first of all, I'd like to do a call to action. All right. So, lovely listeners, we, I would, if you can, would you please vote for Vic and I, Alice in Wonderland, on the Good Pod Podcast Awards. There's a listener section. So, the Good Pods Awards, the problem with podcast awards is they're all dominated by the broadcasters. Mm -hmm. Because, of course, you know, if if you've got a lovely podcast on the BBC, which I would love, then you've got millions and millions of followers or hundreds of thousands of followers kind of automatically and you get all that publicity. So, but there is a Listener's Choice Award. And again, you know, celebrities obviously have the far biggest audience. But I think if we could start a national movement to vote for Alice in Wonderland, Vic, across Europe and the Middle East and Africa, we could get there. That would be great. 
I would love that. It would be that. great. Yes, it would. It would be lovely. God, can you imagine what it would do for our podcast if we actually won something or even got shortlisted? It would be amazing. <laughs> yes, it would. So it's really easy. We're going to put the we're going to put the um, link, aren't we, in the notes? I'll send it to you, Vic. Mm-hmm. But uh, basically, all you have to do is you enter your email address. They send you an email, and you verify it. I see. And the. When you you put in the name of the podcast, Alice in Wonderland with an A, obviously, and it comes down in the drop down list. And I'm number six because all the Alice in Wonderlands with an O come up above me. But um, it would be amazing if you could support Vic and I in our strong endeavors to give you something to listen to of a of a car journey and vote for us. That's right. There are other. So but they're all Alice in Wonderlands, right? Yeah, with an O. Yeah. What are those and about? See, what could those possibly oh. I mean? Probably drugs. I don't know. (laughs) No, I think Alice in Wonderland is a far better title. Well, we love it, don't we? Anyway, you'll Mm -hmm. see the picture of me feeding um, Alistair the camel some orange peel. So you'll recognize the podcast, yes. Um, So that's it. But back to news from the door. So I arrived back and obviously I arrived after Eid. So I missed the celebrations and Mm -hmm. slaughter. Um, It was very, very nice to get back. I mean, it's always so lovely to see everybody. You know, the kids come zooming up in the hope of treats. Sure. They're so mercenary. The old man comes up and he says, Alice, and the krat, which means, have you got anything? And I'm like, yes, would you like a marshmallow? So I give him a marshmallow. And then he goes, busa, busa, which means kiss. So my reward for giving Othman a marshmallow is I get a big, wet, sloppy kiss <laughs> <laughs> from a slightly smeared kind of smeared five-year-old. marshmallow yeah. <laughs> I know, but it's so sweet. Um, so I do love coming home. It does feel like a real homecoming. Mm-hmm. And, you know, of course, like the first thing is in the morning when I arrive, because I always arrive late at night, get out onto the terrace and look at the view and then go down and see all my neighbours. Mm-hmm. And this time when I went down to my downstairs neighbour, Fatima, who's my landlady, and I was like, Fatima, Fatima. And she came zooming out and she had a great big package of frozen meat for me oh. because – which oh, was the, so sweet. Oh, they'd save for you. Oh, oh, that's nice. Yeah. yeah. It was really nice. So I have a beautiful piece of lamb um, currently in the freezer, which I think I'm going to make into a tagine. And what's interesting, of course, here is that because you use all of the meat, everything, there's a lot of fat with the lamb, which mm-hmm. I know will make it taste really good. And I'm thinking of either a tagine or a casserole, something that needs to cook for a long time mm-hmm. to make it tender and tasty. Mm-hmm. Sounds good. So that was my first. So marshmallow kisses, followed by, <laughs> by, by lamb. frozen lamb. Frozen lamb, which is lovely. Um, and then I've been pe- playing. I've got badminton rackets for the kids, and we've been playing badminton out in the yard. And also my my dartboard with fluffy Velcro balls that stick to it is a huge success. Oh, I bet um, that is. Yeah, no, that's really good. And we do, I do it with all the kids. And usually I'm there as well, just to keep my eye on things. And what's nice is they all get to practice their counting. Okay. Because the, there are of different course. numbers you have to get you have to, the yeah, highest yeah, number. Course. Yeah, of course. Yeah. And I mean, I have to admit, there's quite a lot of very dodgy counting. <laughs> <laughs> Creative counting. Create, very creative counting, but often to their own detriment. Oh. So they'll have got a higher score than they can remember. Um, but we, we usually manage to get there at the end. And then there's, there'll always be one person who doesn't manage to even hit the dartboard with their <laughs> fluffy ball. Um, but, but, you know, we, everyone makes a, makes a nice joke of it and laughs about it so that nobody feels too bad. 
we we let the really little ones the ones that have only just learned to walk we let Mm -hmm. them go very close up (laughs) (laughs) they're kind of sticking the balls onto the dartboard this is this is is the level of excitement in the door but i still haven't got to the news well no not yeah what how could you possibly top that well, I know everyone is rolling in the aisles with excitement already at the fluffy balls on the dartboard. However, um, yes, the news is that one of our girls has got engaged. Oh, one of the girls yeah. that went away to school or? One of the girls that went away to the school um, and she's been working in the pharmacy since she graduated. Mm-hmm. So we have in Imlil, there's basically one long road which goes up the, of course, Everything is uphill. Mm-hmm. So it goes up the hill and on each side of the road are um, small shops, lots of hiking shops, um, butchers, a chicken, someone who sells chickens and olives, because that tends to be the combination, and olive mm-hmm. oil mm-hmm. and eggs. And then, you know, little tiny, they call them hanouts, but they're little general purpose stalls or tiny supermarkets. I say supermarket. Basically, like a, a grocery shop where you can buy rice and flour and um, mm. yogurt and things like that. Staples. Mm-hmm. And, yeah, the staples. And there's lots, because it's Imlil and it's the center for hiking, there's lots of um, secondhand hiking shops. So where you can buy boots and or hire crampons and ice axes for the winter, that kind of thing. Uh, and there's three mountain bike hire shops as well and little restaurants where you can buy things like or you can eat things like basara. But in the middle of this is is um, Hasna's pharmacy, the pharmacy where this girl works. Mm-hmm. And opposite it, almost exactly opposite the pharmacy, Vic, is the gendarmerie. Ah, ha, Aha, where the gendarmes work. I see. Um, yes, and mm. I think... As you say in German, has... Gelegenheit macht Liebe. Opportunity makes, makes love. Exactly. Well, that's such a great <laughs> phrase. Gelegenheit macht Liebe, Liebe in this case completely. Because <laughs> Hasta is now in, almost, well, engaged to one of the gendarmes. Oh, that's great. That it is great. Is great. So we're all very excited now. Are they flirting over the aspirin? (laughs) Well, (laughs) yes, I wonder if he was a very sick gendarme for many weeks. (laughs) He may have have had a number of illnesses all of a sudden. He he may have, but also just think about this, Vic, logically, because if you're going Uh a-wooing... You, you have to be careful on that front because you you can't go in and ask for something like, for example, it uh, would be a very big error to go in and buy condoms. Yeah, that would be a bad one. No, no, but to get to get an aspirin would be okay. Yeah, an aspirin would be okay, but like you couldn't go in and get something that was. You couldn't go in and get tablets for stomach worms, could you? No, no, that I would mean, be negative. <laughs> you know, or like some kind of horrible skin complaint. Yeah, right. Well, how does so I think, how does it all play out now with the the uh, I mean, are there uh, official things that have to be done? Does a familial approval have to be given? Do you have to go to does he go to her father? How does that work down there? Well, it, no, it's really strict. I mean, they haven't even been on a date. Oh, all right. Yeah, no. Okay. Um, so the young man in question came to ask permission um, of the of her uncle, actually, the Hajj, who's a very um, 
respected member of the community and he's, mm. he's a very he's quite he's he's a tiny bit frightening he slightly frightens me I always thought he didn't like me and then one one June in the cherry season he actually brought me a bowl of cherries oh, and I felt like I'd cracked <laughs> I could have got because he's he's quite stern I think is the best word you know he, he's the kind of person that you think you don't brook any nonsense and me kind of zooming around with my hair wild and my skirts hitched up mm-hmm. so I can play badminton probably doesn't go down a whole storm oh boy. but no he yeah he there is a very lovely family so basically the the boy came to ask permission and he was given permission on the understanding that the families both get on so he's actually from up north from Fez so or from near Fez so his family is going to come down for a familial visit Oh, wow. Um, okay. So yeah. So that's the next stage, and then if if that is approved, mm-hmm. then they will be officially engaged, and then the, then there's a whole series of events which will follow. Um, you know, they have to they have to um, like do a written acknowledgement of the of the the, the plighting their troth, mm-hmm. and then there's of course the actual wedding party. Um, so there will be lots and lots of different events. So I'm really looking forward to that. Um, and I hope the families like each other. I mean, Rashida Hassan's mom is really excited and happy. And I asked her sister, what's he like? And couldn't really get an answer because she hasn't met him, you see. Mm-hmm. And I said to Hassan, have you got a photograph? And she evaded the question quite severely. And she was very shy about it. Oh. Um, yeah, very, very shy about it. Well, you know, if you imagine, this is... It's not an arranged marriage at all, but it but it is. It's not like our marriages where you would know each other very well. They don't know each other very well, and they can't meet. Go okay. on a date. We, we live in a very traditional village. Right, Hassan's reputation would be ruined if she went on a a date at this stage. Mm-hmm. So, so, yeah. So you you have I, to get I, the nod from the family first. You, you do really have to get the nod from the family first. And the family here are very, are, they are, of course, very protective of their absolutely lovely daughters mm-hmm. and want to make sure that she'd be well treated and that there would be no, and that he can he can provide for her. He has a good job. Gendarme is a very good job, mm-hmm. a, poli- a rural policeman. Um, but also he will get posted to different parts of the country. Oh, that's going to be hard for the family then, won't it? I mean, if she has to move away? Well, I mean, yes, and that's girls almost always move in to where their husband is or to where his family is. Mm-hmm. So, but yeah, his since he's not from here, I mean, he's currently posted here, which is wonderful. But there's no guarantee that that'd be the case. So, I guess she has to. That there's all these things for the families to discuss. Mm-hmm. But in principle, we're all very excited. Yeah. Um, and I did a little bit of ululating when I heard, and apparently, I was the first one to do so. So I was quite proud of that. Would you like me to ululate for you? Have a go. Okay, you might have to move everyone. You may have to move away. Are you uh, ready? Okay, I've turned the okay. I've turned the volume way down. <laughs> Cheeky. <laughs> okay. Woo. Well, I'm sure. Well, I'm sure it was a joyful moment. No, it was. It's very exciting. So. So we're in wedding. Well, hopefully it's going to be wedding planning mode and I will get to see close up what it's, what it's all about. That sounds like fun. It does. And I've already taken some advice. Um, I have found out what, what, what wedding present, you know, is appropriate. Mm -hmm. Um, And apparently 
what is appropriate is some money for the young couple to help set them on their path. And then also um, a a nice thing is to to buy a length of, of very pretty cloth for the bride so that at some date she can make a jalaba or a takshita or a gundura, you know, any Mm -hmm. form of these dresses Mm -hmm. that she can wear in the future. So um, that will be fun because obviously I I know Hasna reasonably well, so I I hope I can go and choose something that would be to her taste. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. You know, I was once the best man in a Syrian Christian wedding. A a German friend of mine married into a, a... uh, Syrian, they're, uh, they're not Copts, what are they? They're, but they're, they're Christians, Syrians. And I was not uh-huh. warned that at one crucial moment in the ceremony where I had to hold the cross for the entire time of this thing. It, and, and, I had, and there was no staff on the bottom of it, so I'm holding this cross. My arm is starting to shake, right? And, oh, uh, no. Oh, yeah, it was just that I, I was not informed. <laughs> anyway, they just said, here's a cross, hold it. And I said, okay. And, um, and at one point, they, they broke into wild ululations behind me, and <laughs> I about dropped the cross I just jumped about a foot in the air. I didn't know you, what was going to happen. You dropped the cross? I didn't, no. But it scared oh. the hell out of me. Oh, thank goodness you didn't drop the cross. You were basically, Vic, I don't know if you'll even get this illusion, but you were basically Penny Mordant at the coronation. I know. That's who you yeah, were. Yeah, with her, was with, it, her, with her sword there. I know, but she practiced. Was it very heavy, the cross? I'm assuming it was. Well, holding your your hand up in front of you between two, uh, you, you hold that over kind of the bride and groom are on facing each other. And I have to reach out with my left hand. I'm standing next to the grooms with my left hand. I'm holding a cross out on an extended arm between them for rather a long time. <laughs> if you'd dropped it, you could have decapitated. Yeah, that would have been I very, would... very bad form. But the uulation <laughs> caught me out. <laughs> be ready for your relation at any point is my advice and then the wild dancing at the wedding got got to um, me too because it was, was about, it fun oh, it was about 113 degrees in uh fahrenheit and we were in heidelberg and they had it up in the castle above the city which is a very very nice place yeah uh, it, but it was very hot and at one point i looked down and my tie was just, it looked, I looked like I dunked it into a tank. I was soaking That's wet. gross. But the, the, so gross. The, uh, the dancing was great. We had a really good time. Oh, and did, I mean, did the, did the Germans wear lederhosen? Oh, no. That's, that's <laughs> that so these cool. guys, are, these, are from, these people were from Darmstadt. <laughs> oh, okay. I don't know what that means, but I can tell I've been reprimanded. They all I wore, love lederhosen. That's they, why I'm asking. That's Irish. That's that's down south. No, I know uh, my the, cousin. My cousin married a German girl, ah. and at the wedding we had all his side. Our our side of the family were all in kilts, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and his her side of the family were all in lederhosen. And we actually processed at the end of Princess Street with the piper. So, and the Japanese tourists went wild Crazy. because mm-hmm. it was August in Edinburgh, and mm-hmm. we were in the main part of Edinburgh, and all they could see was people either in kilts or in lederhosen. It was like their best, the best day of their lives. Yeah, probably. I bet there were a lot of shutter snaps. There were indeed, indeed. <laughs> so, big, big news on the, uh, 
apothecary romance department. Yes. Yes. So that's uh, good. And then more. Sorry? Is there more? Well, there is more. Good. We've entered. We've. I mean, it's slightly more domestic news. Okay. <laughs> we've entered peach season. Ah. Oh, that sounds great. It is. So as you drive down between Imlil and Asni, the market town, there are rows and rows of guys because also there's lots of Marakshis coming up for to try and get cool in the mountains. So they've got an open market. There's loads of chat boy, men, young men, really, and, and you know, teenage boys with one little crate or two little crates of peaches mm-hmm. by the side of the road ready to sell them. And they are absolutely perfect Ooh, I love and peaches. delicious. I love peaches. Well, this is the time of year for you to arrive then because everything only lasts a couple of weeks. You know, the seasons only last a couple of weeks or three Mm -hmm. weeks. But while it's on, you just gorge yourself on that particular fruit. Um, I may never be able to look a cherry in the eye again. So now it's on to peaches, which is really lovely. Given the peaches and post-COVID, Imlil must be hopping. Are there a lot of people there? Yeah, there are. Um, In fact, you know, summer is probably in many ways, my least favorite time here yeah, because sure. of the heat and because it does get so busy. But that, that that's a bit mean and it's not fair of me because, of course, everybody should enjoy their heritage and it's mostly Moroccans in the summer. And, of course, they should come and enjoy their beautiful mountains. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm just being a bit mean because, you know, I don't like lots of noise and crowds of people. Um, but my car did get stopped on the way down. I went down for dinner uh, last two nights ago at a beautiful place, if you're in the Atlas Mountains, called Saldeur mm-hmm. in uh, Marida in Weirgan Valley and the chef there is a young woman she and her husband own they're both Moroccans they own the um, the little hotel and she is a really good experimental cook oh um, yeah she's fantastic so and she really does a lot with vegetables so in Morocco one of the things for vegetarians it can be a bit repetitive because you either get vegetable couscous or you get vegetable tagine and the vegetables are cooked a long time so they're very soggy um, which is not really so much to our taste, but this woman, she really is amazing. So we had we had some quite extraordinary things. My favourite thing was um, double 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 chickpeas. So we had hummus on the bottom, mm-hmm. chickpeas on the top, and it was all beautifully spiced with homemade brown bread mm-hmm. to go with it. That was so yummy. And then I have to say, my least favourite thing was avocado with chocolate sauce. That's t- <laughs> Okay, I'll give you that one. I, I can I, really, I can see double chickpeas. I can't see that one's that's a, that's a little odd. No, I I really appreciated the well because she's really innovative and she's doing all her own recipes. So I really appreciated the kind of the 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 innovative spirit of the dish. Okay. But avocados with chocolate sauce is really grim. I don't care, honestly, don't mm. try it. It's disgusting. So there was that, but. On the road down, because it's still the very end of Eid, it's kind of where everyone's, you know, spinning it out, but it's over now, really. But on the road down, um, the car, my car was stopped. Oh. And so I was driving down and it's very dusty, broken road. And up ahead of me, there was a big kind of cloud of dust and a couple of stopped cars and a huge, huge crowd of a couple of hundred young men, Mm -hmm. which, you know, I mean, depending on what what kind of person you are, you're like, oh, there's a wedding party or, oh, there's an accident or, oh, there's a riot. Um, So I slowed down the car and stopped and there was sound of drumming. 
Mm-hmm. And all the boys, the, the, lots of the young, I say boys, I mean, they're probably in their late teens, early 20s. They're all surrounded. And then as the crowds parted through this kind of, imagine the haze of dust, because mm-hmm. it was, and it's late, it's kind of just as the sun's setting. So there's a cloud of dust shot through with gold. And out of this cloud of dust towards me right. comes a six foot standing on its hind legs goat. <laughs> okay. All right. To, to the sound of beating drums. And basically, this is a very big tradition here. It's called Bujlud in Arabic. Mm-hmm. And it's uh, at the end of Eid, the young men in the village skin the goats and take the goat's head and dress in the skin completely. Oh, they yeah. sew it together and they dress completely in goat skin and they have a goat's head on their head. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, the horns, of course, not the actual head, but the right, horns right. and the, the skin from the top. And then they go around um, all the houses playing the drums and singing, mm-hmm. uh, and they collect a little bit of money and, you know, they get given juice and Fanta. So this was going one stage for, further, so they were stopping cars on the road. Mm-hmm. But it's really fun. I mean, the guy must have been, he must have honestly been cooking inside <laughs> because he was so hot, and he's dancing around in full goat skin. And around him, also people now as well they it's almost like halloween so they'll they'll you know they'll black blacken their faces or whiten their faces or make red paint on their faces <laughs> and wear wigs and they'll all have like long sticks so they can beat a rhythm and it was very exciting so i gave him some money and wished him very well and then drove on um but it, but what an exciting thing to happen just as you're on your way to dinner you know That's... not knowing that you're also going to have avocados and chocolate uh, yeah a six foot dancing um goat would get your attention <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's why you must never drive too fast in morocco yeah, I guess it's one of the one of the definite things to look out for exactly <laughs> alice so th- that, that's been ha- my week yes and it mine too and sadly my week is going to impinge on us now because i have to go i'm sorry Go, go, Vic, go 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 but to we, your boat we've we've come within two-thirds of our normal our normal time so yeah Everyone, i have to get, going to let us to get off, packed I think. yeah okay well you go and pack your sparkly thong thank and um <laughs> okay that's not a good image <laughs> <laughs> your sparkly thong and your captain's hat <laughs> and they definitely won't let you on the boat <laughs> they, won't, or they might you don't know <laughs> <laughs> it's true these northern countries That's right. could be a tradition <laughs> all right alice it's really good to talk to you and we will speak and again you, in two weeks we will and everyone please have a look at the show notes and please do vote for us on good pods listeners choice good will do okay. all right okay bye okay. bye, bye. bye.